Hello, hello, Kristen here. Just wanted to let you know that this episode was recorded before the podcast name change. If you hear any old terminology, that's why. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, notable women. It's awesome to be here with you again this week. Today, I'm interviewing Bridget Petrino, a health coach for Busy Moms. It's awesome to talk to her. I really enjoyed it, and I think you'll really enjoy this interview. She's had a lot of really interesting experiences that she's very comfortable sharing. And as a mother myself, I really appreciate her honesty and the focus and help that she gives to mothers just like me. So check it out. I'll be back at the end of the episode to fill in any gaps. Welcome to the Notable Woman Podcast. Today's interview is with an amazing coach for busy moms who feel stuck. She's a mom of twins and has picked herself up after her own experiences with anxiety and depression. She's an Eagles fan, I'll save my cheers for later, and a lover of margaritas, my kind of notable woman. Let's welcome the amazing Bridget Petrino to the podcast. Yay, Lee, thanks so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Now, tell us a little bit about you. Well, you kind of got a couple things there. I'm surprised you found all of that information about me. A <laughs> little bit of a stalker, just a little bit. No, I love it. Well, I am a mom. And like you said, I have twins. And I also have another daughter as well. We went for one more after the twins. Very, so brave. Very brave. I know it was. And you know what? I really thought that after having twins, having just one would be so easy and great. But She's like four or five kids wrapped into one. So just to warn anyone out there who thinks that it might be easier, it's not always the case. So yeah, I have my three daughters and we live in Pennsylvania. I'm not really sure what else you want me to tell. Well, I did notice that you're a bigger fan of beer than wine. So just totally off topic, what's your favorite beer? My favorite beer is Stella. Nice. That? Yeah. yeah. Love it. I love it in the little glass, too. Awesome. As a Pennsylvanian, do you enjoy Yingling at all? I'm not a big Yingling fan, I got to be honest. That is totally okay. I do like Yingling, and I think it's funny because my husband's not, he's from California. And so he thinks Yingling is, you know, a gift from above because he just oh, never really? grew up having it. Where it's like, oh, yeah. We have it a lot in a, as a Pennsylvanian. Now, your twins came first. And how right. old are they now? They are in third grade, and they're almost nine years old. Amazing. So what was it like having twins? It was great, but it was absolutely exhausting. The first year, I always tell new moms, even of twins or just any new mom, I say the first year is all about survival. Any bad habits you can break later. You just got to get through it. It's so hard. It's exhausting. And you know, don't worry about all the little things about like pacifiers or, you know, all that stuff. I realized really quickly that if we were going to get through this, I was just going to have to do whatever it takes. I think that is amazing advice. My son's 19 months. I only had one. And when I look back on that first year, I'm amazed that I survived it. It was insane how hard it is. I can't imagine having two. Like the idea makes me break out in sweats. And I definitely, you know, I had read all the research on pacifiers. I totally wasn't going to give my son a pacifier. But my husband was recording an audition that he was going to be sending out. He's an actor. And I was supposed to be trying to keep the baby quiet while he was recording. And I just 
couldn't get him to stop crying. And so I eventually gave him the pacifier and he was totally fine. And I thought, I'm a horrible mother. <laughs> I can't believe I did this. And then, you know, when my son was about six or seven months old, he just gave up the pacifier himself one right, day. Right, exactly. I always say that, you know, we overthink it. And yeah, we think we're going to be this horrible mom or dad. And it's really just not that big of a deal. And in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it's like six months or maybe a year or whatever that you're doing this so-called bad habit thing, and then it's gone forever like it never even happened. Yeah, absolutely. There's no side effects or anything to his teeth. Totally fine. He gave it up himself. We didn't have to throw it away or do any sort of ritual. He just eh, didn't want it anymore, and that was it. Right, and even seeing like from having my twins to having my youngest daughter. With the twins, we were just on such a schedule. I mean, you have to be with twins. And so we would, you know, just not do certain things if it coincided with their nap or whatever it was. We just had to say, no, we couldn't do it. But then with my youngest daughter, it was like the complete opposite because it was just one and it was our third and like we just didn't care anymore. So she never really was ever on a schedule. So Whatever works for you at that moment, at that time, and for your family, just go with it. You know, it might be completely different from what you thought it was going to be or from what other people are doing. But if it's working for you, just be confident with that and go with it. I think that is amazing advice. Now, you had an experience with anxiety and depression, I believe, around the time of your twins. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so it was actually a little further in. And I always say, you know, I had my twins. And of course, I was so happy and grateful because we had gone through infertility. And that's why I ended up with twins. But after some time, and like I said, that first year was so exhausting. But even further into that, and then we had our next child, I started to kind of feel like, who was I, you know, and I feel like one day I just woke up and I was like, who the hell am I and what the hell happened? Like I had just spent like five, six years of just being a mom and nothing else, just being a mom all the time. And I wasn't a wife or a friend or a coworker or anything else. And it really caught up with me. And one day I woke up and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was literally in bed. I told my husband, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be getting dressed for a while meaning like days or weeks, not like hours. And I could not get out of bed. I just couldn't. I felt like nothing. And a good friend of mine had recommended that I see a counselor. And I did. And that's when everything started to change. That is awesome. And what did the counselor help you with? He really helped me reconnect with who I was outside of being a mom. And also give up some things that I didn't like doing, but I was doing them because I felt like I should be doing them. And just gaining my confidence back. I, like I said, I had just been a mom for so long that I just lost myself in the process. And I think that's so common with moms, but we have trouble feeling okay admitting that. I think that's really, really true. And I love that you say that. And I love that that is a focus of yours. Now, how did this experience lead you to what you're doing now as a coach? Right. So during this period of time that I was going through the counseling, I was journaling. And not only that, but I was reading. It was like, I say that I had a breakdown and my counselor says that I had an awakening. 
And it really was like that. It was like all of a sudden one day I was like, wow, there's so much more than just this. And I am ready to go get it. So I was reading personal development books. I was watching all types of videos, doing the counseling. My husband and I ended up in counseling as well. We ended up going to a marriage retreat. So much personal development and growth in this one year-ish amount of time. And after all of that, I thought, you know what? I'm going to put some of my journaling into like a blog post and see what happens. And so I did, and it really resonated with mom. And I thought, well, maybe I have something here. So I kept blogging, and then I started working with a coach. And that's just kind of how this whole business came about. That is awesome. And now I can totally tell, just again, from my brief stalking of your website, that you have a lot of of stuff and programs going on. So how did you first start, we'll say, monetizing? How did you start monetizing your blog? I started working with a coach and we came up with a program. It was 30 days, 15 minutes, take your life back. And it was for moms who were like me that had stopped taking time for themselves. And, you know, I'm not going to go out there and be like, okay, well, now you need to like do this for two hours a day and start working out and doing all this. That's just like so overwhelming to a mom who hasn't taken time for herself in so long. So I came up with this 15 minutes a day and in 30 days, and honestly, in like three days, I had moms like, oh my goodness, I can't believe what a difference this is making. I haven't felt this way in so long. So selling that program was the first step in monetizing. Amazing. And now I noticed that you have this this tagline, mommy needs a timeout, which I just love. How did you come up with that? It was really just something I talked about with my husband and a friend of mine. And I like the kind of play on words, timeout. We're always talking about putting our kids in a timeout, but we need to put ourselves into some timeout sometimes too. Amazing. I love that. Now, how would you recommend busy moms taking a timeout in their day? Everything I do revolves around either mind, body, soul, or self-care. So if you know, you like to read, which we had kind of talked about recently, then I would say just read a little bit. And like I said, it doesn't have to be like two hours. You don't have to finish a whole book. Even if you read one page or one side of one page, that's more than what you did the day before. If you like yoga, that's something I love. Do it for 10 minutes. You know, I'm sure you could find 10 minutes in your day somehow. Make it a priority again. I love that. So let's say, okay, I live in New York City. I live in a small apartment. I work a nine to five and then I have time human. And then I do, of course, my awesome podcast. If I was going to take a time out for me, what would you give me? I'm totally stealing your spree advice here. What would you suggest? Well, it depends on what you like. What is something that you do for fun? Definitely reading. It's the first thing that comes into mind. It sounds like you read pretty often, though. Is that right? I would say very lucky. I know a lot of moms have a really hard time getting reading in, but because I commute into the city and out of the city again, I do get time to read. So if there's something else, I would say I really like going for walks, but I don't have a lot of time to do that. Okay. Have you ever tried, like, can you do it on your lunch break or anything like that? 
I totally could. And I actually work very close to the New York Public Library, the main branch, which is beautiful and amazing. And I've thought about that it would be a great use of my lunch break to walk down to the library and maybe do a trip around it, go to the park, Bryant Park that's right there. But that is something I was thinking about doing. Right. I actually have an opt-in and it's nine ways to find 15 minutes for yourself. I don't think I have it on a pretty link or anything, but I can send you that if you want to check it out. But it's nine free ways, no excuses. Find the time, make yourself a priority again. I think that is amazing. I'll definitely, I'll find that in my stocking of your website and put that in the show notes because I think that a lot of moms would find that really, really useful. Now, I'd love to switch gears to some of my favorite questions that I ask. I want to know, what is the biggest assumption that people make about you? I would say that I think people probably assume that I have it all together, that I have this perfect life, this perfect family, and I do love my life and my family and everything, but I definitely have room for improvement in myself and I think people would be surprised at how sometimes I really don't have it all together. You certainly do give off an aura of being very together. So I totally can see why people would assume that about you. Now, what would be one takeaway you would want people to get from this podcast episode? My takeaway is to get out of your comfort zone and try something that you don't think you can do or that you don't think you have time to do. It's so empowering and so freeing. And I bet you can do so much more than you realize. Awesome. Now, we did totally already start talking about this because we discovered that we are both book lovers. But what book would you love to recommend to the Notable Woman audience? And since you are a fellow book lover, if you have more than one, that is totally awesome also. The first book that comes to mind is Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Have you ever read any of her books? I haven't, but this is the, you know how the universe is knocks you over the head when you're not doing something you're supposed to do and it comes up over and over again. So absolutely everyone tells me I need to read this book. So now I really need to. Yes. So good. She is so, so good. And again, it's about doing something more, doing something you didn't think you could do or you thought you were too afraid to do. Amazing. Definitely going to have to. I'm a big library person, so I will hop over to their website when I'm done and put that on reserve. Now, how can people get in touch with you if they want to connect? Well, you can always go to my website, BridgetPetrino.com, and subscribe to my blog there. I have tons of information and videos, and oh my goodness, I am like over the top. I think I need to actually like tone down my website a little bit, but if anyone wanted to contact me directly, they could just email me at Bridget at BridgetPetrino.com. Excellent. And I can say, having been on your website, that there are a ton of amazing resources and great blog posts. So definitely anyone out there who is a mom, who is busy, who feels like you're not getting your time, it's a great resource to go and check out. Oh, Lainey, well, I thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I hope you have a beautiful evening. You too. Thank you so much for having me. Yay! Wow, that was fabulous, right? I personally really enjoyed talking to Bridget, and I hope you did too. If you want to hear more from her, she was actually just a guest at my event, Super You All Powered Up. If you want to hear that talk, which you can listen to forever, but why not right now, 
head on over to www.superpowerful.me. That is superpowerful.me, and you get to hear more from Bridget as well as get a freebie giveaway from her. So I hope you enjoyed it. I'll catch you again next week. Bye for now.